Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Well, hey there. I hope you're having a great day. Today's episode is one I think you're going to love, and it's all about why aren't you getting booked to speak? Before we dive into that, I just want to remind you, are you in the Facebook group? I know maybe you're not a Facebook person. I totally get that. It can be a virtual cesspool sometimes of insanity, but groups are fun. And if you only go to Facebook to be a part of the Take the Stage speaker group, trust me, you will love it. It is where you'll find people just like you, speakers that are building their ministry, growing their ministry, learning their craft, honing their craft. People just like you. You can find it. Just do a search in Facebook, Take the Stage Speakers. And if you're not on my email list, go to takethestagepodcast.com, click on resources. You'll find ways to connect with me there. All right, let's get into it. Why aren't you getting booked to speak? I know right now you're saying, I don't know, Mary. Why am I not? Well, I'm going to ask you a question. When's the last time you ask somebody to book you? Mm, That hit hard, didn't it? I often think about getting booked to speak as getting a job. A lot of you know, I left my full-time career with Compassion. It was a huge change and it continues to be a huge change. And I'm doing some consulting work for nonprofits and organizations. So if you know somebody, please send them my way. I'm helping them hone their story, share their message. It's what I did with Compassion. So now I'm doing it for other organizations, other companies, small businesses, podcast, because you have to know how to tell people what you're all about. If you want people to show up, to donate, to listen, to give, to buy. So that's what I'm doing. So this is something I'm walking out right now is I have to let people know. So my goal is I let five new businesses know every month. That's just over one a week. You can do that too. You can let five different churches know every week that you're available, you're willing, and you're interested. Now, what does that look like? Well, it can be as simple as a phone call. Remember, you are a speaker. You speak for a living. So getting on a phone should not scare you. I am stunned at the amount of people that are afraid to make a phone call. But it's a real thing. Phone phobia is real. People are scared to make phone calls. I grew up in the late 70s. I graduated in the 80s. I grew up with a phone in my hand with a cord on it, y'all. I mean, we talked on the phone for hours. It was our only communication. We didn't have social media. We didn't have any kind of anything. We had three channels on the TV until we got cable, and that was super fancy. Or we could rent a movie from Blockbuster. There was nowhere to find information unless you got on the phone. 
Then you get on the phone, talk to your girlfriend. She'd tell me what she heard, and I'd tell her what I heard. And then she'd tell me what the other girl heard. And, and what was great is when I had a friend at my house, and she had a friend at her house, and we would all get on the extensions, and there'd be four of us talking at the same time. And then eventually we could do three-way calling, and then it just got crazy. But getting on the phone, even if it's just to leave a voice message, I want you to think about this for just a minute. You are asking someone to book you to speak via the written word if you're sending an email. Now, you also may have a link to a video. I hope you do. Or maybe you at least have an audio clip. I hope you do. But if you don't, or even if you do, you're asking them to take their precious time to read through everything and then go listen to something. I want you to think about that for a minute. You're asking them to do the work that you should do. So make a phone call, even if you just leave a voicemail, because nowadays it's typically a voicemail message. Write out your voicemail. Practice it. Don't, when I say practice, I mean just get comfortable. The last thing you want to do is rehearse it so it sounds like, Hi, this is Susan. I am a speaker. I am calling First Baptist Church Women's Ministry Direct. You don't want to sound like that. You want to be able to say, Hi, this is Susan Smith, and I'm a speaker. And I would love to chat with you about my message on quick, you're going to do like a 15 second boom on overcoming adversity. I want to, you fill in the blank. I'm sending you my information via email and I'll follow up with you in a few days. So you've piqued your interest. Number one, you called and if she likes the way you sound, and of course she will like the way you sound because you are a professional speaker and you've worked on your tone, your inflection, how to talk, how to sound interesting. You smile when you talk because you can absolutely tell the difference when someone's smiling. It sounds different when someone's smiling. You have done the work. So you're going to do that over and over and over. Just like me, by the end of this year, I will have contacted, is that 65 a month? So that's 60 organizations. Now, there may come a time when I go, ooh, okay, my plate is full. I'm going to put a pause and you'll do the same thing. You'll look at your calendar and go, ooh, my plate is full. I'm going to put a pause on that recruiting button. Maybe not the word recruiting is not what we want to use there, but on that seeking button, that research button, because you're going to come to a time when your referrals are going to fill up your calendar. You're going to come to a time when all this work you're doing now to fill your calendar is going to reap great benefit later. But until that time, we need to fill your calendar. So why aren't you getting booked to speak? And my question back to you is, who are you asking to book you? So number one is you want to reach out to the churches. Now, if you've been here for a moment, you know that I'm going to say you're going to reach out to your network. So you're going to let people know, hey, you know, I love speaking about fill in the blank. That's your message. 
And you tell that to your friends, your acquaintances. If you're running a Facebook group, because I know so many of you have Facebook groups, or if you have a podcaster, a fellow podcaster, are you telling people on your podcast that you are available to speak on your topic? Is that something you're doing? I know. I literally could hear you, maybe not literally, but in my heart, I heard you go, wow, I hadn't thought about that. I know. Exactly. I'm the same way. This is your platform. You have a podcast. And we're going to talk about podcasts and getting interviewed as a speaker in a future episode. So look forward to that. That's going to be really fun. But are you mentioning, for those of you who are authors, you have books, you likely speak on other people's podcasts. Do you also say, also, I do this. My topic is I speak on, I bring a message of, this is what I bring to churches and to women's groups. Are you doing that? It is so often we have not because we ask not. Now, I know that is a Bible verse. I don't want to in any way hijack that. So this is theology by Mary. So take that with a grain of salt. But I want to ask you something. If you had spent, because many of you have spent time on this craft, you've spent money. Some of you have been in my Activate course. Some of you may be joining me here coming up at this next one. But you've gone to conferences. You've worked on this craft. You've worked on one sheets. You've worked on websites. You've invested in this. Now, there's no school of speaking. I mean, other than Activate, we can call that the school of speaking. But you didn't go to college. You didn't go get a diploma for this. You didn't get some sort of certification for this. But let's say you did. Let's say that you went to the Activate School of Speaking certification, and at the end, you just sat down. Now, my Activate people will tell you that does not happen. That is not what I teach. Because if you go through four years of college, one year of certification at uh, whatever you want to do, if you just do a six-week certification for some kind of skill, you gain that skill. Are you just going to go sit down and wait for the phone to ring? Of course not. Because that's not the way it works. You don't go to school to learn how to be a teacher and then go home and wait for the school to call you. Well, no, you go and apply. You let the school know you're available. You put your application out there. Another case in point, my daughter's a hairstylist. She now owns her own salon. But when she just got out of school, she went to find work. She didn't wait for somebody to call and say, hey, I heard that you can do hair now. She went and she started out small and then she went to another salon and she grew and she grew and now she owns her own salon. You have to start speaking. Also, look for any opportunity, any opportunity. Mops Group, that's Moms of Preschoolers, is a great place for many speakers to start. Now, the pay is low and sometimes non-existent. But it's one of those I recommend, and here's why. 
The reason I recommend Moms of Preschoolers is because I've seen women go into a mops group, share an incredible message because they're fabulous. And then somebody in the group say, can we book you for our women's event, you know, in six months or next year? Or can you do our ladies night out? It's a great place to meet a variety of women from different churches, because oftentimes the church that hosts it, everyone that comes is not from that church. So it's a great opportunity to get in front of a group of people. And that's the same goes for anytime you have an opportunity to speak, take it. Now, that's not to say I am advocating for you to speak for free. I want that on the record. I believe you are worthy to get paid. Now, when you're first starting out, it's going to be less. And that's okay. We all start somewhere. When I first started, I didn't get paid. I got paid with a hug and a mug. I got paid with a purse one time. I got paid with a love offering where they basically just took up some money. And then I started getting paid $100, and then it was $300, and then it was $500. Now, remember, this was a long time ago. And then it slowly grew into four figures. And then I, you know, it's like, okay, okay, this works. But let me tell you the sage advice that I received from a seasoned speaker. She told me, she said, Mary, you have to stop speaking for free. And I was like, but I don't want to tell them they have to pay me. She said, I understand that you don't want to tell them they have to pay you. She said, but you are worthy of this and your family is worthy of this. And shortly after that, my husband made a comment. He said, honey, I love what you're doing. I fully support it. But if you're going to continue to do this, it really can't continue to cost us money. We need to at least gain some money from that. So when he said that, I realized that it was unfair that I would continue to speak for free. And that's when I set my very first speaker fee, and it was $300. And it's when I began to use the phrase, what is your speaker budget? And that's how I started to have those conversations. And sometimes it was more than my $300. And I was excited. I said, well, that's great. Your budget's 500 and my fee is only 300 So not only do you cover that, you'll be able to cover my hotel. Now, I've always had people cover my lodging and my travel because that is only fair as a speaker. So all of that is just to say, I want you to make a plan. We're still in the first quarter of this year. We're just barely, barely into the year. I want you to make a plan. And in that plan, I want you to write down what, this is the words I want you to write down. You didn't think you were getting homework, did you? I want you to write down, why am I not getting booked to speak? All right, that's the first thing. And then underneath that, you don't have to answer that question. Who am I asking to book me? And I want you to list everyone you've asked in the last three months. And that's okay if there's no one on that list. And then the next question is, who will I ask in the next three months? And I want you to just 
remember to let your friends and family know and ask them who they know. Who do you know that needs a speaker? Who do you know that is involved in the women's ministry at their church? You'll be surprised. When you tell people you need help, people like to help. So just saying, you know what? I would love to share my message more. Do you know anyone who is involved in their church or in their women's ministry that you could give me a name? You see, you're not asking them to refer you. You're not asking them to do it for you. You're just saying, do you know anyone? So on that piece of paper, I want you to write those names down. I want you to write down the churches where you can speak. Maybe start 30 miles out from you. Maybe go a little wider, a little wider, a little wider. Begin to do the research. Start making the ask. Why aren't you getting booked to speak? Maybe because no one knows that you are a speaker. Let's let them know. All right. You have a great rest of your day. I hope that it is wonderful. And I'll see you on the Facebook page. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes. And those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder. And as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.